0: Heroes of Haddad!
1: episode 297 of Heroes of Handheld, the podcast dedicated to handheld gaming and thank you so much for downloading or subscribing to our lovely weekly podcast. You can do so in uh, by going to Spotify and iTunes as you probably know already because you're listening to our words. I'm Colin, I'm one of the hosts and joined by Chris who's another one of the two hosts. Hi, Chris. Hello,
0: Collie Wally Wally, oi, oi, oi. Uh, how are you, oi, my oi, oi. buddy? A Bit sad um, today
1: because my 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 local soccer team. Oh no, uh, the cherry relegation denied. But the think thing was like some American words for um, for sports, like yeah. in the drop zone, in the end zone, or whatever. But uh, yeah, not a good weekend for my beloved team
0: because they won on the weekend didn't they but it's because another team drew
1: yes yes we won uh we needed two other teams to lose one of them lost but the other one drew so we are relegated
0: i was also i mean obviously i'm not madly football uh following at the moment but i saw all the stuff about swansea uh last week were you across that Swansea, yeah, yeah, Swansea. Where they were, um, I think there was like five minutes left on their game. Um, I want to get the facts right before I sound like an idiot. But basically, there was like they were. It was it was in the final dregs of their game, and they needed to win by three, and they needed another. There was like a goal difference of five between them and another team. Uh, and all and that there was, I think it was like in the last five minutes, there were five different goals scored across like various games that meant that Swansea would uh, progress. But that normally, is some good knowledge. Web, I know I had some uh, podcasts talking about it. Um, yes,
1: you are. There was a it was Nottingham Forest and Swansea. That all it. Nottingham Forest need to do was draw or win against Stoke City, who had a poor season. And there was a six-goal swing that was needed because Nottingham Forest had a better goal difference, which means they um, scored more goals. And not only did Forest lose, they lost 4-1, and I think Swansea won 3-0, which meant that Swansea overtook them in the last minute of the game. Which yeah. is heartbreaking and sickening for Forest, because they obviously were so sure
0: they were fine,
1: and they collapsed. I know. And that's your football talk for the
0: week. Juicy did stuff. Yeah, I hope that's, I hope that's as uh, laddy as we get. Las las las.
1: I do want to start off by um, an image you sent me um, over the weekend of a game you were playing. Oh, yes. And before we get into proper discussions about it, because there was a few games that we mentioned over the weekend, but this one specifically, have you played uh, Fallen Order before? I could not remember whether this is a first playthrough.
0: I've watched quite a few people play various bits, but I've never played it myself until now. Um... And how are you finding it? So I am enjoying it. Um it is definitely hard, which is fine, yeah. I like a challenge. Uh I'm also uh playing it on um uh what difficulty like I guess the equivalent of hard mode if there was like a soft, if there's like beginner, average, hard and expert. I'm playing it on hard. And I spent ages trying to kill the first like optional boss the like frog thing ongo bagongo or something oh
1: Um, god don't even bother honestly yeah yeah well (laughs) i was stuck on
0: that for fucking weeks i spent ages trying to kill it and then when i did kill it bd1 couldn't like cut it up or whatever the fuck which was just like so stupid because it was like I would understand if I didn't have the ability to kill this thing, like if it was just too hard. But it really annoyed me because it's like I'm on the the very first planet. I've just got BD1, the little robot, and I've just got the ability to heal in the middle of a fight, which is very useful, very good. And then I go and I take about an hour practising and running against this optional boss who's not in the way, but who's there and who's like a challenge... And then you kill him, Ongo Gabongo down, and then BD one's like bloop 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 and your your boy's like, Oh, what's that BD one? Your scooper whooper drive isn't working. Oh man, never mind. And that's it. So you can't open the chest or anything because he's not got the right upgrades. Oh, it's so annoying. I am
1: equally amused and equally very impressed that you managed to beat that that boss in your first bit of playing that's actually amazing that you've done that you're not supposed to beat him then you're supposed to like come back to because you go back to the plan spoiler yeah you go back a few times for various reasons and you're supposed to get it on your your second or third try not your first that is impressive like so you did it without any of the upgrades any of the special abilities
0: yeah how did you do it well it's because it's crazy. i wanted to get a metric to see if I was on the right difficulty or not because I wanted to go against something that would be challenging and I wanted to know if it was going to be achievably challenging do you know what I mean um so that I can like stick with this difficulty hmm. which I probably will for a little while now um but man it, it was tough and it it just involved a lot of like learning I mean it was kind of like monster hunter you where it really just relied upon learning the patterns of this boss and like, oh, it's tilted its head to the left. That means it's going to double bite. Or, oh, okay, it's tilted its head to the right. So that means it's a single bite. So you can dodge and slash. And I mean, while I pulled it off, I was very pleased with myself. I'm not going to lie. It did take a long time.
1: Yeah, that's what you'll find with Fallen Order, where all the bosses have a pattern to their attacks. And it's learning when to... I mean, countering attacks is one of the main um things you'll have in your arsenal to beat different yeah. enemies it's um very much trial and error a little bit as well because you the first few battles of these um, bosses you learn their skill set or what they do as you found out with bogo bogo and then you can attack so no, I'm, I'm very impressed um I could not do it on my first playthrough. To be fair, I gave up after about 20 minutes because I was like, the fuck, this shit. I was yeah. like, I went off and continued, then came back later on and beat him. It was a lot, a lot easier, you'll find, when you go back after you've unlocked certain things. And you'll be like, oh, well, this is actually quite easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not the last you'll see of those creatures. I'll just, let, I'll just tell Ooh, you that. More on Go Go to come. But no, it's um, it's definitely, there's some, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. There are, it's notoriously difficult, but it's, it's difficult in a in not in an unfair cruel way like dark souls is it's it's challenging in a challenging way and you really need to think about your attacks and how you approach different fights and know when is the right time to fight and when's the right time to flee and you'll find you'll need to you know that comes up quite a lot but yeah you do get a sense of achievement because all the boss battles one of the highlights of the game it's it's a great story and it's just you know it's a Great Star Wars game, but the boss battles in it are absolutely fan- are fantastic. The more you go through, some of the boss battles is absolutely great. Yeah. Um, there's one I've said about this before. I won't say who it is, but I when I beat him, it took him or her. When I beat this character, it took hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. When I finally beat him, I threw down the controller and sort of fist bumped, and said "Yeah, fuck you," and actually swore yeah. at the screen because I was like so so happy I'd finally done it. It's so satisfying, um, isn't it? Oh, bloody years. Fucking well, it is. Uh, but no, I'm, I'll be interested to see uh, um, your thoughts as you go through the game. Yeah. Man. And go to the different planets and meet the various characters. And yeah, it's there are some very, um, there are bits in that game where it uh, takes you by surprise a little bit. Like, it's not as linear as it in, this, in terms of its gameplay. There's a lot of uh, mixing up of gameplay elements in it, which um, make it very interesting and I think when that game first came out, like people were actually surprised at how good and how polished and how well thought through it actually was. Yeah. Um, from what I saw reviews, people were like, this is actually a decent Star Wars game. And it is. And I think they've said that it's the first of a trilogy, potentially. Ooh. So, yeah. And d- did you think that, f- obviously, the first boss battle, which you can't win, it's not a sport. Yeah. You cannot win the first battle. That was a pretty epic opening.
0: Yeah, that was really um, cool. And, like, yeah, yeah it's just... Um... It's very cinematic, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, what, like bangs and explosions and falling down things and yeah. high-speed chases and stuff like that. Uh, well, I'm glad you're playing it, uh, and it'll be interesting, as I said, as you go through to hear your thoughts and um, see what you think of the ending as well, Yeah, that'll be exciting to discuss.
0: What have you been playing? Well, I actually...
1: We spoke about this last week. We spoke about the game Ninjala, which yes. is the free game, which is on Nintendo Switch, and um, From how it looks, the art style looked very similar to Splatoon to me, but turns out it's nothing like Splatoon if you actually play it. Um, I played one game last night because you told me that you'd um, delved into it, and um, I I didn't really have a clue what I was doing, to be honest. Um, I sort of was just running around and smashing the uh, XZL button, and I seemed to be doing something right, and I came third, so I think that was good.
0: Nicely done. But
1: I don't really know i mean a lot of the time i was just button ma- button mashing and when you start the game it makes you watch youtube videos which go through how it's played yeah and what it's to do, which was I, weird. I
0: skipped a lot of those yes <laughs> it was a bit
1: it was a bit oh, okay yeah just button mashing it's fine <laughs> um which is basically what i did I mean, it looks nice it played okay considering you're playing online it's an online game i thought it was it was okay i can't see me putting much time into it to be honest very colorful it's uh, i think you compared it when we were messaging over the weekend to um to a battle royale, uh, well, it's a battle royale, but um, uh, like the PlayStation All Stars battle royale sort of gameplay,
0: yeah, kind ways. of, but like, but, but kind of 3D rather than 2D, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, because I played a little bit of it as well, because obviously we were going to talk about it today, and we are talking about it right now, um, yes. and I, yeah, I thought it was okay, like, yeah, it, it didn't really think its claws into me, I thought there was too much, um like set up at the start like uh, especially the, the the tutorial wasn't very clear as well um but like yeah it's it's kind of fun like it's fun enough um mm. and like yeah I'm not going to rush to play it anytime soon when I could be you know playing Fortnite or Smash <laughs> Brothers or something but yeah. I will probably keep it on my switch cuz it is just a bit different it's and, free yeah and I like, I like the I like the look of it I like the way that your characters um have, like, the, the abilities feel cool and interesting, and I like how you can, even when people lock onto you with combos, I like that there's options to escape. Like, it's not the end of the world if someone does, like, pin you down. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's all right. Um It also, I don't know if you felt like this, but to me it felt like one of those games where people who have been playing it a lot are at a real advantage because they've got all the cool mad weapons and you've got all the shit ones. Hmm. But I don't. The thing is, I don't know if that's true because I've only played as the one character. So maybe that's I, yeah, I didn't really understand the whole weapon
1: side of things because it said that you have to get the you have to destroy the drones yeah. to build up your power to then make better weapons with your bubble gum yeah which I thought was a bit odd. This it's it, this sounds as crazy as it is. People, um, I didn't. I never really got my head around that. Yeah, I, I, it's I a lot to uh, as a game <laughs> a
0: starring uh, bubble gum Colin. It's definitely yeah. a lot to chew on.
1: Uh, player, player. Nice. Thanks, dude. You like it. So, yeah, if you want a free beat-em-up game on Switch, Ninjala, get it. Download it. Embrace it. Like le- Leading on or moving on, because this doesn't lead on at all, because it's not linked in any way, but I am now very interested to hear, because, well, you didn't actually partake in it, so neither of us did, so... Bit of a waste of time. But you partook a little bit in Pokemon Go Fest 2020. Yeah. You uh, battled in a raid and got a yeah. good Pokemon. Yeah, pa- I, I
0: did a fair bit of playing Pokemon Go this weekend. So it was Pokemon Go Fest. Um, for anyone who had a spare £15 lying around, you could pay to access some exclusive uh, tasks and activities. But for people who didn't, there was just a boost on loads of Pokemon around, loads more raids than there would normally be, uh, like rarer and more different Pokemon as well, and the ability to... Unlock uh, further weeks of celebration through in-game action. Um, so yeah, I was playing a fair bit on Saturday. I played less on Saturday. Each hour was themed around a different type, uh, which yeah. was really cool. I thought that was a really nice um, touch. So it kind of rotated between different ones, and the the like the general overworld was looked and aesthetically very satisfying when it was like water and like it was like teardrops confetti falling from the sky i thought it was really cool uh well that was that was cool thing. it was quite
1: cheeky how they did it, actually because even people who weren't part of pokemon go fest like me and you didn't have a ticket either like we could still see it yeah and it was a really nice effect um yeah at first i didn't realize what it was like what the hell is that falling from the fucking sky Jeez, what's going on and um Yeah, then I realised it was because there was a water one, there was a flame, there was a a leaf for the grass, and was it like a little fist for the fighting Pokemon as well? Yeah, it was really. It
0: it was like confetti, wasn't it? It was like party atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, so then on the Sunday, it was a slight change up where instead the game became very, very heavily Team Rocket focused, um, which was good for catching shadow Pokemon and stuff. Uh, But yeah, we did our first remote raid together, Colin um it was it was perfect timing because i was playing
1: pokemon go as it came through i was like what the fuck yeah like, oh, i'm sorry i'm swearing a lot today. i'm just so excited that we raided together um and i i went to join it and it said that i needed a remote raid pass which i didn't have so i went to the store and got one and i did with about five seconds to spare because oh, i only oh, had five oh. seconds left to join it and it was it was a pretty weak pokemon we fought so it didn't retake very long oh yeah but
0: But I just wanted to see if you were around and you were. Um, Yeah, I quite like the the remote experience. I've been doing it a lot this weekend, actually, like playing from my living room with other people in the area, like remotely accessing different gyms. And it is a very smooth experience. Like it's, I think it's really good. It's, I sort of, as reasons to install this system, COVID-19 is not the best one, but it has made for a much better Pokemon Go experience. Yeah, I was
1: very really surprised as you said how smooth it was because I had to go all the way up to London from Pokemon Go virtually to play with you, and you'd never know there was no issues. I know we didn't battle very long because the Pokemon didn't have a high um CP, yeah. but it um yeah it worked really well. It was very smooth, and it's just a, you know it's a complete shadow from what Pokemon Go was back in the early days when yeah. connectivity issues was always the. ...the main issue, but it was... ...very smooth. Um, And I'm glad you got your legendary Pokemon. And, um... ...I just need to say something about Pokemon Go very quick. Yeah, sure. Because you'll remember, you'll remember... ...back in November, October, I think it was, 2019... uh, ...that was when Team Rocket... first appeared in... ...Pokemon Go. And with the release of the Pokemon Go Grunts... ...and Pokemon... uh, ...sorry, Pokemon Go, Team Rocket Grunts... ...and Team Rocket in general there were special research tasks that were released and it was called Looming in the Shadows. I think it was called. Yes. So this was a research task where you had to beat grunts. You then had to beat the um, leaders of the gyms, then eventually beat the leader of Team Rocket. And this is a research task, which many people did in a few days and, you know, you know, for a pretty quick, well, not a few days, maybe a few weeks and uh, maybe a month or so, um, done and dusted and people moved on with their lives. Apart from one person, and that was me. I never finished it. Never completed it for months and months. I was stuck on the penultimate level of it, where you had to be Arlo, um, Sierra, and Cliff, the team leaders. Yeah. And the problem was, I back is Christmas time. I fought the first team leader who I come up against was Cliff, and he completely destroyed me because I'd done no research, had no idea what you know, how powerful it was because I, I thought it'd be like the Grunts, you know, because the Grunts were. You know, They're pretty easy to beat once you knew what Pokemon they were going to have. And he completely destroyed me. And from that point, I decided to avoid the team leaders wherever I could. And I just sort of forgot about it. But recently, I've got back into it. And I beat uh, uh, Sierra... I think it's Sarah? Sierra, her name? I beat her first. Then I beat Cliff. But then Arlo was the elusive one. And on Saturday, oh boy, I finally beat Arlo. And boy, was I happy. So... Happy me, I used my Super Rocket radar. I thought, you know what, here we go. Bring on Giovanni, he's going down. I I found him in a balloon, I battled him, and he completely wiped out 10 of my most powerful Pokemon. So (laughs) there you go, that was the end of that. So yeah, I still haven't beaten Giovanni. And what's even Yeah, I did some research as to the best Pokemon to have and the best counters and things like that. And I had Machamp and Gyarados and... I can't remember what my third Pokemon was against his Persian and his um uh Dig Trio, I think it's called. And I, I always I'm so useless with the Pokemon's name. He's got a legendary shadow Pokemon that has his final one. of think it's against with an S. Looks a bit like a line. Sweet Sweet Whatever it's called. Um so I beat Um Persian, I beat Dog Trio. And then that final one just completely wiped the floor what pokemon do i use against that legendary chris oh um, master or pokemon go well let's have a what look do
0: what do i use well so what you do colin is you google suicune pokemon and <laughs> i uh, don't know i've not done that and you find out like, it's get... a water legendary so then you just pick electrical grass
1: oh there you go there you go well it's one day i'll up. be giovanni and like i'm like, almost a year late i'll be so happy when i finally do so and it's, quite, it's quite funny, really, because the super rocket radar, where you can find Giovanni, was a, one of the rewards you get for beating the team leaders. But a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, like everyone was given a super rocket radar because the team rocket um, grunts yes. and the leaders were appearing in balloons. So... I already had one, so that's because I think I, did I tell you this? I think I told you this where like I didn't realize I had the Super Rocket Radar on, so everywhere I went, all I was getting was Giovanni appearing everywhere in the balloons, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to face Giovanni, stop it! And he was just and obviously when you come out of it, the balloon just follows you wherever you go, so he's just like mocking me, and I I finally realized you could turn off the Super Rocket Radar, which I, I had no idea you could do, which is stupid really. Yeah. So there you go, that's my uh, that was my exciting weekend on Pokemon Go. Whilst well, all the confetti was falling on me and uh, everyone was battling their legendary Pokemon.
0: It's been quite good because, um, I don't know if you saw, but there was an interview this week as well, re-Pokemon Go, uh, where the um, lead product manager, Matthew Slimon, Slemon, S-L-E-M-O-N, uh, has said that they are now going to be expanding Pokemon Go to level 50. So for years now, since release, level 40 has been the... Um, level cap and getting to 40 like quite a badge of honor then there are obviously people mm-hmm. who since then have uh because m- even when you hit level 40 you can keep accruing xp so it will keep showing you how high you are um and to some people are you know m- much more than level 40 but for me like i'm level 39 and 40 still seems like a big achievement like it's very far away However, it looks like level fifty is going to be coming, and it's probably not going to be xP based because one of the things they said in this interview uh is that they don't want it to just be that the level cap gets raised and everyone who's already got that XP like shoots up immediately so apparently level forty one and beyond is going to require some a different type of effort in ingress, which is neantic's other game um or one of neantic's other game uh you use medals to boost your levels after level 40. So perhaps that will be something that comes into it. Um, Hmm. But yeah, or like uh, field research requirements as well could be it, Uh, different trials and things. So it might be that you hit level 40 and then you get offered something like, um, yeah, level 41, Uh, make x excellent throws, make Y different catches or whatever. Um, And also in the same... yeah, Yeah, it's cool. In the same interview... Uh, which we'll link to on Pokemon Go Hub as well. Uh, Matthew said that Mega Revolutions are coming and you'll be able to Mega Evolve your existing Pokemon uh, rather than having to catch new ones, which is cool. And in 2020 and beyond, um, there's going to be new Pokemon coming, more events and more features. And uh, yeah, there's uh, going to be... Apparently 2021 might be a bit more focused on uh, improving things that are already out rather than... Making new releases, but we'll see. So yeah, do read this into you on Pokemon Go Hub, uh, which we will link, or you can watch it there as well. So I've never I've
1: heard the term Mega Evolution. I'm just googling what it actually means. So it means that already um, Pokemon who are at the top level, of their evolution cycle, whatever it's called, yeah. can become more powerful versions of themselves.
0: Yeah, basically. it's like it's just. I mean, it's another. It's a classic Pokemon gimmick. It's a Um which which was one generation where it was like oh that's cool let's give him a champ an extra two pairs of arms or whatever um <laughs> yeah but yeah it's or, uh yeah. it should be good and mega evolutions are really cool as well but some of them are amazing
1: yeah i mean it's good that they're thinking outside the box yeah. do you think this this reminds me of when they released the second generation of pokemon um, back in right. the early days and rather than you be able to evolve because there was pokemon that you had in one of the um one of the uh, what's it called the regions where you could then evolve it to a Pokemon that appeared in another yep. region, but then they wouldn't you couldn't store up your candy to do that. You also had to get a evolution stone as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different it. items, so similar different to codes that. and
0: things. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll so see. it's a good idea. I think I don't know whether people be uh, unhappy that like people who have been level forty for a long time who have already got the you know the XP stored up as it were, but then I guess you'd think they wouldn't be annoyed about this because this, it adds an extra re- a reason for them to keep playing.
0: Yeah, know? and also like I don't think anyone wants to achieve level 50 by just opening the game one day and it being like, you're level no. 50 now. Like, that's not a satisfying way to do it. No, no.
1: It's good that they're thinking of ways to um, you know, make it uh, so people come back. I mean, the game's been around four years now and um, we're still playing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's doing something right. Uh, before we move on from the world of Niantic and Pokemon Go, I want to talk about Harry Potter Wizards Unite, damn it. And from what we've been told or what I've seen, it's been pretty much positive from Pokemon Go Fest. I had concerns about the servers not working or there being some sort of crash or something, and um, there didn't seem to be that. It seemed to work pretty well. You know, me and Chris did a um, remote raid together when we we're a long way from each other, and it worked pretty well. But, Chris. The same cannot be said for Harry Potter Wizards Unite over the weekend. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh boy. It seems like all the extra server power was put into Pokemon Go and they sort of forgot about Wizards Unite. It was messy. (laughs) Because the same weekend, in Wizards Unite, they had a a community day or community weekend. So Wizarding Weekend, they call it. And it was all based around the legends of Hogwarts. So that's a registry page which includes um, Harry Potter and Dumbledore and um, Hermione. So all the legends of Hogwarts. Hedwig. Snape, yep. Snape's in there as well. Um, You've got um, um, Sirius Black's in there. So, you know, anyone who's like a legend of of Hogwarts. Um, So... In the early hours of Saturday, the first few hours of the event starting, there was major server outages across the globe for the night bus. And for those who don't know, the night bus is the way you can battle in fortresses, which is similar to gym battles and um, legendary raids and stuff in... Pokemon Go, it's similar to that. So you can now do fortress battles against people from all around the world. You go into a lobby and everyone connects, etc. And one of the research tasks, the time research tasks for this event was that you had to battle in the a fortress um, using the night bus uh, 10 times and use runestones for Legends of So basically, you can only do these research tasks by battling in um, a fortress and a lot of people can only do that you can, go to, you can physically go to a fortress and do this, but most people do this now through the night bus because you can do it from home. They introduced it when, you know, COVID was, um, you know, people couldn't leave their house and homes. So anyway, people couldn't get on the night bus. The servers weren't working. And what people were finding is you have to select a runestone which you collect. And that's what determines what rewards you get if you win the fortress battle. And so people were using up their elite um, runestones but then as soon as you joined a lobby, it would then crash and kick you out and you'd lose your runestone and you ba- the game would basically crash. And this was a known error across the globe. I think it lasted about 10 hours. It was a long time. And I think it's because most of the server power from Niantic was going towards Pokemon Go Fest and they sort of just forgot a little bit about Harry Potter, which is the least popular of the two games. And it was not, people were not being kind to Niantic at all about this. There was a lot of hate, a lot of um, complaints. And in the end, um, they did succumb to the pressure and they have now extended the weekend for an extra 12 hours. But the issue of this is that that 12 hours is um, based around the time in the US. So for us, it will be from 8pm to 8am. So it's going to be throughout the night when people are asleep. So people are also pissed off at that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so takes.
1: people aren't... There's been a lot of issues with servers and just really silly mistakes in Wizards Unite over the past few weeks, a uh, few months actually. Um, and though they've added new features which work really well and I'm really into Wizards Unite, I, I really love it, I think it's in a good way. There has been like these silly errors that have sort of ruined it where there's been glitches and they put wrong information out. Um, so yeah, and... <laughs> There's also complaints that the emergency level foundables, which are similar to rare Pokemon, just weren't appearing. And they were supposed to be appearing more as part of this event. So yeah, it was a complete flip side of Pokemon Go this weekend for Wizards Unite. But, you know, I was going between the two (laughs) quite a lot. And um, yeah, the the thing is people just weren't able to battle in fortresses, which was uh, annoying. So yeah, that was a bit of a negative thing for Nantic. But, uh, you know, they got one part of it right. Because I think they're just desperate for Pokemon Go Fest to go right because, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on it. It's the first one they've done from home, uh, you know, where you could do it from home and then you didn't have to go to a physical location. So, there you go. They got It's like three steps forward, two steps back a little bit, you know. They still move forward, but then there's still issues with servers, so... Yeah, it was not a good week, a good time to be a Wizards Unite fan. And we spoke about Wizards Unite quite a lot. There was another big update last week which came out just after you recorded. I'll very briefly mention this because most people are pretty bored of Wizards Unite by now. But there's a big overhaul of the lessons and your profession in Wizards Unite and that determines... um, uh, how good you are in fortress battles and what you're strong against and things like that, but now they've changed it where rather than you have to slug along and get um, restricted books to do it, they've now released a skill tree where, depending on what you select, you can change your abilities and your strengths in the game. So you can have certain um, potions could be stronger, uh, you can be stronger against certain types of founder balls. It's a very, very detailed and elaborate skill tree, and there's loads of strands to it. And it's actually really in-depth, and you really can customise your playstyle now by how you want to play in terms of what you feel benefits your playstyle, which is really good. It's a good feature. Um, I've not, it, It's quite a lot of options, and I've not bothered to read all of it, but um, it's a nice extra layer of detail and customization that you can bring to the game, which is good. So that's all I'll say of always
0: is Unite. For nice now. man. Well, at least Pokemon worked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Something. Got one thing, right?
0: Yeah. Should we uh very quickly look at some other little bits of news that have been popping yes. around? Uh yeah. the first of which, very briefly, before we go into the main one, is that we now have the news of when the next bonus splat fest will come to Splatoon 2. Uh it's gonna be chicken versus egg. And it is uh, happening on the 21st of August um, at 11 p.m. UK time, which is quite late, I think. Uh, mm. yeah. But it's 48 hours, so um, did I say it's two hours? It's 48 hours, no. but it starts yeah. at 11 p.m., so that's a bit weird, but it will be fine. Uh, so that is happening on 21st of August, and it's chicken versus egg, and then you pick your team. And if your team wins, then you get in-game you know, points, but... It's all pretty, you know, it's all pretty fun. It's just nice to see them back, I think. Uh, I'm enjoying Splatfest, and I love Splatoon too. However, the main big news, Colin, and to be honest, this is one of those ones that I'm, like, surprised it's taken as long as it has, um, is that coming 2020, Rocket League is going to become free-to-play. So, we nice. love Rocket League, me and, me and Colin. We've played it a lot on different platforms and talked about a lot on this podcast, on across various things. Uh, but now it looks like summer will be the time when Rocket League goes free to play. The core gameplay will remain the same, but everything—the main menu interfaces will uh, be simplified to make exploring easier. And they're also going to change how things like tournaments and challenges work, um, including cross-platform progression, which is cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's going to be—it's going to be, be releasing on the Epic Game Store uh, for PC. And then uh, when that happens, that's when it will go free to play. Um, yeah. And anyone who already owns it, uh, once you um, once it goes free to play, uh, you'll be able to get full support and features. However, the Steam version won't be available to download for new players. So basically, uh, wherever you play now, you can play in the future. But from a certain date in the summer, you won't be able to then re-download it on Steam. Uh, Yeah, And you get cool statuses as well if you already own it, including some, like, cosmetics and stuff, which is obviously going to be the, um, you know, how things work going forward, how they'll make their money is through cosmetics, one imagines, and, like, the Battle Pass-type system. Um, But, yeah, it's quite cool. I mean, I love Rocket League, um, and I think it's a really great game, and I am so... I'm not surprised this is happening. To be honest, I thought it would have happened sooner, is my only thing.
1: Yeah, that's my initial thoughts. So I'm surprised it wasn't already free to play. You know? <laughs> yeah, because it was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, honestly, Rocket League is it's still one of those, like, um, maybe a sleeping giant's the wrong term for it, but it still has a big fan base. You just don't hear as much about it anymore yeah um, it's still there and there's a huge following i mean i've not played it in ages because it's one of these things where when i play it, i really love it and then i just sort of forget it exists and then i get reminded i think oh well, i'll go play rocket league again that'd be fun
0: yeah it definitely um, comes in waves doesn't it but it's a it's a i mm-hmm. mean it's it's a great game and it's so like arcadey and simple but at the same time satisfying to play so yeah i can't wait for more people to get that to get their hands into it and i guess maybe going for each player was part of their deal by moving to the epic game store or something uh, on pc but yeah, man, and, you know, it's fully, uh, one of those games that's fully synced up and ready for you to play and progress wherever you are, so it's really embracing the future, and also makes you think it will probably come to, you know, your PS5s and whatever.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's one of those games that will never die. It's not like Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a platform, oh, isn't it? There. It's
0: not a game anymore, it's, it's a platform. No. So, yeah. It's its yeah.
1: Own, um, well, it's just nice, simple, happy fun, really, isn't it, Rocket League? It's just fun you know, yeah good honest fun <laughs> no word to describe it and not stressful like wizards unite mm. sorry i mentioning it again must not I mention it i'm like dobby if you've ever seen harry potter wherever he mentions it things he shouldn't mention he has to say bad dobby bad dobby and hit his head against the wall so i I'll don't do think
0: that. it's a great look for you to do a metaphor when you say you're talking about too much harry potter that then is a metaphor based in <laughs> harry potter <laughs> oh you do you mate you go on. we've only got four episodes who cares at this point
1: crucio oh sorry i've done it again anyway um yes so well that's good about rocket league so there's no excuse everyone can play it now not that you needed an excuse you should have been playing it anyway yeah fools
0: it's a great game bloody Um, fools so that's everything i think for this week um colin what are you going to be playing over the next seven days I'm going to keep playing
1: Dishonored 2 and maybe play some Rocket League now.
0: Yeah. We'll
1: and hopefully, because as soon as the I'm going to talk about Wizards Unite again. Bad Colin. bad Colin. back Colin. But as soon as the extended Wizarding Weekend finishes, the next brilliant event starts. Woo!
0: Wow, you just can't oh. escape. No, Accio that's the way they keep game addiction. Asio keep putting different
1: events out so people don't stop playing. Woo! Basically what they're doing at this point.
0: Anyway. Yes, uh good. Uh Chris, how can people get involved? No, what are you doing? Sorry. What are you playing That's this right. week? I'm uh, sorry. I'm gonna play some I'm more sorry. Star Wars. Um I finished The Last of Us and I will probably replay some of the encounters from that, but I don't think I'll replay the whole game. Um and then yeah, probably on Switch. I will continue. I'm going to start Akami this week, I think, because I bought that on sale ages ago, so I'm going to give that a go. Um, but yeah, lots of little things to play. And Fortnite. And nice. Hundreds. Obviously, is, is Fortnite your fallback game now? Yeah, Fortnite Where, is, is my if default. You,
1: yeah. If you're, like, if you're playing an intense game, like a story-driven game, for example, Star Wars Fallen Order, and you think oh, I need a break from this, you'll go back to Fortnite.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's junk food. It's rice. it's like comfort food it's peep show Uh, it's socks Uh, yeah it just feels good to be in them
1: socks do feel good yeah, man. Oh, I will
0: give you that um, you can get in yeah. touch with us at Handheld Podcast on Twitter, you can write to us handheld at gmail.com or the website is wordpress.com. so you've got all the options there and if you go to those websites you can also um, listen back to all the old episodes right back from uh, the 3DS and Vita era right through to the last few years of Switch, everything's up there and everything's archived so you can really kind of dip into it as much or as little as you want
1: so much dipping
0: yeah man dip away colin have a great week
1: like a nice sauce you too christopher have a lovely week and i can't wait to talk all things harry potter next week
0: yes me too um if there's another free to play game uh that you want to try out for next monday we can tweet about it and we'll have a chat about that yeah 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 all right bye everyone bye bye